Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Movies My Wife Won't Watch. I'm Matt and I'm here with my wife Andrea. Hello. As always. So yeah, welcome to another episode. You want to jump right into small talk? Sure. Small talk. Um, What is, in your opinion, the best wholesome movie that you'd recommend to a family in your opinion wholesome um that's a good question one movie that i really like it's comedy and i suppose you could see it as a a family movie is nacho libre such a classic i love that jack black who plays the wrestler slash um he's not a priest but he works in a uh, missionary place, village, yeah. whatever. That movie is quoted a lot in our home. Yeah, it's hilarious. One of his better roles, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think it's it's family friendly. I mean, it's it runs Nickelodeon at the beginning of the movie, so that's his family as as you're gonna get, I think. But I really like it. It's one of my it's in my top five, if not top three, for sure. I agree, and that's one of the movies we agree on. What about you? Um, and my definition of wholesomeness, uh, I got to go back to Little Women. I that not that the new it. one, which is all woke and stuff, but the 1991 with Winona Ryder. I love that movie so much. It just warms my heart. Most of the movies that you like could be considered wholesome, couldn't they? For the most part. I don't know. Like Pride know. and Prejudice and all those period movies. Yeah, I like them because, well, th- with those, I like it's because it doesn't cover up, like, people's sin. But it makes a way of, like, proper reconciliation and finding good values and mores at the end. And they're funny, too. But it ain't anyone's cu- everyone's cup of tea. Like, that's why you don't watch those with me. Yeah, speaking of not everyone's <laughs> cup of tea, let's uh, jump right into the movie here. Sounds good. So this week, for the first time, we're doing a Western, which I know you don't particularly mm. like, but you've seen some other Westerns, right? Like I've had to see other Westerns. <laughs> Tombstone, I'm sure you've seen. Yeah, actually, I did see that one. That one isn't too bad. Did you see Unforgiven with uh, Clint parts Eastwood? Of it, only because of you and my brothers and my dad, like when we go up to Thanksgiving and all of the... <laughs> All of his movies, Clint Eastwood's movies are on repeat. Right. So that, in the background. so this week is not any of those. It's actually Bone Tomahawk is the name of the movie from 2015. Mm. Um, is that new? I was thinking it was an older one. No. It's when you a, said it was Kurt Russell, I thought it was old. Yeah, it's actually, it's pretty new. And I was looking at some of the details of the movie and they actually classified as a Western slash horror, which... I think is mostly because of some of the gore in the movie. Mm, another um, reason not to watch it. Stay away. But it's not like scary by any means. It's just okay. more the savagery of some spots yeah. in the movie. Not wholesome. No, definitely not <laughs> for this week. So some of the main stars, um, well, the, the main star I think is Kurt Russell. So he plays Sheriff Hunt, Sheriff Franklin Hunt. Sheriff Wyatt Earp Hunt? No, he doesn't. And then um, there's a handful of other people in it that are all relatively famous. So we'll just go ahead and jump right in. So 
it's been a while since I've seen this, but I rewatched it again this morning as I was taking notes and um, some of the stuff I, I didn't remember. But the Good movie, thing you it again. yeah. So the movie actually starts out, which is kind of crazy, zooming in on this guy slicing another guy's throat. Fantastic. <laughs> turn it off right yeah, now. Yeah. So you probably turn off right after the yep. first 10 seconds. Mm, I'd walk um, out of the theater. And the guy who's actually doing it is David Arquette. Oh, he's so, in this movie. So, yeah, huh? he's in this movie too. His character name is Purvis. That and fits him. He's with this <laughs> He's with this other guy who there's like they're buddies but they're criminals. So, basically they're killing all these guys and they're like robbing their campsite and stuff. Wow. And the other guy, I don't think you know him, but he's been in a, a bunch of other horror movies too. The the guy who's his criminal partner. Mm-hmm. So they they find what they're looking for, which is really not exactly what they wanted, but they're stealing from these guys or whatever. And um, so they start heading out, and it's like we're going this way, and then they hear like this really creepy howling, mm. and it doesn't. It's not like a wolf howling. It's like this really odd howling noise mm. and then they're the, he's so one of the guys is kind of getting freaked out or whatever he's like no this is the way we're going um, we need to you know kind of keep track so they keep walking and they run into this open area that's laid out like it's almost like a burial ground kind of an like, in ancient indian burial <laughs> ground where the poltergeists live there's like this circle drawn on the ground and there's all of these stakes and stuff and there's like charms and i think there's probably some skulls on a couple of these um stakes or whatever in the ground but so again they're like you know i don't know if we should be going this way and the other guy's like this is where we're supposed to go it's the pet cemetery yeah so they keep walking through there and they hear that howling sound again and they keep walking and they go through this narrow kind of walkway valley i guess you could call it Mm -hmm. and there's like all of these skulls buried into the side of the um the walls okay. basically and some of some of them are animals some of them are human mm. and you hear that howling again and then all of a sudden the guy first guy who's walking in front not Purvis but the other guy his name is Buddy I think he takes an arrow to the throat oh man and he goes and he grabs the arrow and he pulls it out <gasps> that is <laughs> Everybody he, knows you don't pull out an arrow. Come on, dude. He yanks out his Adam's apple. In, <gasps> Gross. How can you watch this movie? And this is just the first five, ten minutes Jeepers. of the movie. And he and then he just starts spitting out blood and stuff. So he falls down. And then the other guy, Purvis, he takes off running. I'm going to have these thoughts in my mind. Oh, oh just wait. It gets Thank better. You. I appreciate this. The, uh, the so infamous much. scene that I mentioned the other day that's later on in the movie, which I'll also mention. But so we go back to uh, this town and the name of the town is called Bright Hope. And that's where how ironic that's where Sheriff Hunt lives. And he's the sheriff of that town. And Purvis basically comes to that town and he buries whatever he gathered um, underneath this tree. And somebody sees him burying all the stuff that he stole yeah like at night and he's like you know this is kind of suspicious that this guy's doing this right so the backup deputy his name is chicory and he's played by i'm not sure the actor's name but he actually plays the dad and stepbrothers oh yeah i know yeah so he he's chicory he's the deputy and he's like he goes to the sheriff and he's like i see this guy 
doing this. He looks suspicious. So he's like, where is he now? And he's like, he's in the bar, which is the learned goat is the, the name of the bar. The learned goat. I like it. And it's funny because there's like a, a goat on the, the mirror in the back. And it's like he's got a tuxedo on. And he's got like <laughs> glasses and stuff. But anyways, so they the two of them go over to the bar and they find Purvis. But they don't know his name at first, right? And he's like, well, what's your name? This is Sheriff Hunt saying this to him. And he's like, oh, my name's Buddy. And he's like, okay, well, you know, what are you doing here? And then they get into this fracas. And he ends up shooting him in the leg because he's trying to take off. I can't believe he just said fracas. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So he gets shot. So they pick him up and they, they drag him out and they start walking him back to the jail. And another guy who comes in during this, his name is Bruder. Bruder. Yeah. And he's played by Matthew Fox. Mm. So I've lost. And he's yeah, so he's dressed up in like this white kind of tuxedo and he's got like a derby hat on. Weird. So he but he's got gun too, so he's like a gunslinger okay. kind of guy. But he's kind of hoity toity too. Um so they're dra- dragging him back to the to the jail and they get him back to the jail and they go over to this other scene where um, another character, Arthur, who's played by Patrick Wilson, um, he's been in a bunch of different things. Um, I can't think of him. But yeah, he, I'm trying to think of what movies he's been in. Well, um, he's been oh. in the Insidious movies and um, I think yeah, the Conjuring I'm, movies and stuff. Okay. So yeah, Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Um, He's married to Samantha. They're the O'Dwyers are their names. O'Dwyer. And Samantha is They're a doctor. Sh- She's a woman oh, doctor. She's um Dr. Quinn Medicine. Yeah, woman. I was waiting for that. So <laughs> she is helping him because his like tibia is broken in his leg. And he's helping Buddy or Purvis. No, Samantha is in the house with Arthur, her husband. Oh. And he's got sorry, the the broken leg. No, so that's sorry. fine. He's got <laughs> a broken tibia in his leg. So he's got like wrappings running. He's got like a board strapped to his yeah. leg basically. And she gets called down to the jail to look at the gunshot that this guy's got, that Purvis okay. has got in his foot or his leg or whatever. So they go down to the jail and there's another deputy there his name is nick and then purvis is in jail and then samantha who's the wife of arthur is the doctor yeah she goes in and she's taking care of him and then um chicory and hunt go back to hunt's house well there's another scene where this guy um, is like tending to these horses and he's like he hears that howling that mm-hmm. eerie howling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, is that you? You know, he's like looking for somebody to see who, if it's somebody in the barn and he opens the barn door and the guy gets his throat Great. cut and stuff. So, you know, it's these guys with the eerie howling, right? Um, so then the next scene, the chicory comes and he's like, they're gone from, the jail like nick the doctor samantha and purvis are all gone from okay and he's like we need need to go check this out you know we have a situation this is like the next morning because hunt's eating breakfast 
So they go down there, and there's nobody in there. The jail's wide open. The doctor's bag is there. Yeah. And there's an arrow stuck in the, like, this beam inside the um, inside the room. Uh, okay. So they yank the arrow out, and he's like, oh, let's call in the, the resident expert or whatever. So they go to the bar, and everybody shows up there. It's kind of like the meeting place. And this Native American guy comes in, and he's all dressed up in really nice clothes and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know what this arrow's from he's like these people are like complete you know he calls them troglodytes because they're basically like um they don't speak english they're like almost like cavemen basically and And they're doing the howling too yeah and they're doing the howling so there's these like tribesmen that are just like complete savages basically gotcha and he's like, well, show us where they live. And he's like, I'm not taking you guys out there. He's like, anybody who yeah, goes into their area gets killed, essentially. Stay away. And he's like, well, we've got to, Hunt says, you've got to go and we've got to find out where these places are. And Arthur wants to go too. And I'm thinking, dude, you got a freaking No doubt, you're going to be the first one tibia. dead. You gotta, and he's hobbling around with his, he's got a crutch and stuff. You're just going to bring like, everybody else down. It's my wife out there. We need to go. And Bruder's like, well, you know, I was the one that said that your wife should go down and help out this criminal. So I feel a responsibility that if I hadn't said that, she wouldn't have gone down there to help. He likes her. And bet you five bucks. Um, so she's he's like, "I'll fair with him." No, she's not. No oh, okay. So I'll go Darn with it. you. So basically, they they all round up together, and Arthur Hunt, Bruder, and Chicory all go on this rescue mission to basically find the doctor, the other deputy, Nick, and then Purvis, this criminal guy. So they round up the horses and um, they start heading out. And before they head out, actually, Hunt says to Arthur, he's like, look, you know, you need to take care of yourself. Don't kind of overdo things. He's like, this is a five-day journey that we're doing in three days. So he's like, we're going to have to, you know, burn the candle at both ends, just get enough sleep to keep us going, that type of thing. But he's like, you need to take care of yourself. And he's like, you know, I'll do what I need to do to make sure that I get my wife back. And he's kind of like arrogant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, So they start heading out. and So he does go with. Yeah, he does go with. What a moron. I know, right? So Arthur Hunt, Bruder, and Chicory all go out on this rescue mission. And they're setting up camp at night and – Bruder's setting up like this string line around the outside of the camp that has these little bells on it so that if like somebody walks through, can they can hear. hear. And he's like, if you hear bells, you just sit up and shoot. Yeah, but it's either going to be. can't hear arrows coming in. He's like, it's either yeah. going to be an animal or it's going to be some criminal trying to poach us or whatever. And so he's talking to Chicory and he's like, you know, I don't know that that's a good idea. And he's like, hey, I'm the most intelligent man here, he says. And he's like. <laughs> Who says that? Bruder. You know, the guy Aww. who's... Oh, this, yeah, yeah, the hoity-toity. Yeah, and he's like, what do you mean? And he says, well, Sheriff Hunt's married, you're a widower, and Arthur's married too. And he's like, everybody knows that smart men don't get married, he says. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> so I had Way to throw to that in there because that was marriage a up. funny comment. So they go to sleep that night, and then they're woken up in the middle of the night, and there's this guy that shows up, this Mexican guy. His name is Ramiro. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, who are you? And they're holding my gunpoint. He's far away. And and he's like, look, you know, I just want to, you know, talk about some stuff or whatever. He's like, are you here by yourself? And he's like, no, there's another guy here. So 
they're trying to gauge, you know, who he is. And all of a sudden, Bruder pulls out his gun and just shoots both the guys. What? I know. And the sheriff's like, what the heck, man? It's like I was going to basically question these guys yeah. and find out what's going on. He's like, well, these guys are probably just a uh, scouting team for um, the, whatever those some criminals that are oh. basically, you know, finding camps and stealing. And he's like, so he gets really chapped at him. And then... um the chicory goes out and he's like he sees these guys are like wearing crucifixes on their necks and stuff so he's like he doesn't like that because he's um he's kind of a religious guy oh so he thinks that people that they were religious yeah like yeah like they shouldn't have been killed like they should have had a chance or whatever so they go to sleep and um they wake up again in the middle of the night and one i think it's bruder's actually getting stabbed by some guy what? and then chicory sits up and shoots the guy that's stabbing bruder and then they're like um they take off with their horses the other people that were basically raiding this camp yeah um so now you've got the four of them out in the desert and none of them have horses oh my gosh yeah and they've got to keep and this is like day 1 into their their trek well they're not gonna make it in three days now well yeah especially because this arthur is like on a crutch Mm -hmm. you know so they start going and um basically there's you know another big long stretch of them going through the desert and talking about stuff or whatever and bruder says that he's you know he's killed a bunch of indians and he's like why are you killing so many indians and he's like um because i'm racist He's like, why don't you ask my mother and, and sister? And he's like, where are your mother and sister? And he's like, yeah, exactly, kind of thing. So basically mm. his family was killed, and that's why he ended up killing the Indians or whatever. But um, So they go to sleep that night, and then they wake up again, and um, Bruder gives some comment about Arthur's wife, like does some says some innuendo or whatever, and oh. Arthur gets all chapped. So he lunges at him. And he hits him and he knocks him over. But as he's swinging at him, he falls down and he breaks his leg some more. The oh, same leg. Gosh, what a so then he's like. Leave that um, guy there, man. Chicory used to be in the war. You know, he had done some surgeries and stuff. So he he's like, take a look at his leg and see how it is. And he's like, oh, it's pretty bad. And, he's, and the sheriff's like, you're not going on any further. You're staying here. And he's like, no, I'm, I want to. I want to go along and, you know, get my wife back. And and he's like, can you just set it, you know, like set his leg? Because he, he's like, well, you sit up and look at this. And he looks at it and you can see the bone sticking, bone sticking out of out. his leg. Ugh. So then he gives him um, nope. some whiskey, but there's like a little bit of opium in it too, okay. which is like a painkiller yep. because they had taken it from the doctor's bag that they had brought with them on this trip. So he takes it and he takes this hammer out. No. And then <laughs> Chicory takes no. this hammer out. They don't show it, but you hear this like big Ugh. thud and crack or whatever. Ugh. So then he ends up going to sleep. And then they wake up the next morning and they're like, we're going to head out. Um, but, you know, you can keep coming with us if you really want to. And we'll leave these four rocks along the trail so you know that you're you're following the right trail basically so every once so in a while so they leave him behind yeah he's like i'll i'll keep pace with you and if i fall behind i'll catch up when you guys are sleeping kind of thing okay 
So if you don't die first. Yeah. Right. So he's walking and there's all of these scenes where he's going through the desert and he's like, the terrain is really rough and he's like, Oh, and he's like grinsing, you know, grimacing (laughs) in pain as he's walking and stuff. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. So, um, that's good they they keep right walking and then they hear they get to this area and they're like okay maybe this is we're getting closer to where we need to be. So they hear the howling noise yeah. and they're like what is that because they hadn't heard it before. And Bruder's like oh I had heard that right before um, the people disappeared from the jail. Okay. And back in Bright yeah. Hope. So then like well let's keep going we got to be getting closer. So they keep walking and then they get to the area where it's this narrow path mm-hmm. and. Um, they've got like the skulls on the walls and stuff and they, oh, yeah. yeah. And they hear the, the howling again. And so Bruder goes ahead and he's like, if I'm not back in 30 seconds, just wait just longer, take off, you know, oh. cause like something <laughs> happened to me. So he's like, well, how are you going to notify us? And he's got this rock. So he goes ahead and, um, Sheriff Hurt pulls out his stopwatch basically. And he's watching it for the 30 seconds. And then he takes off. And he's watching, and then the, the rock rolls back. So it's like, okay, he's okay. So they get out, and they go out through this thing, and they're hiding behind this bush, and they look up, and they see this cave, like yeah. on the side of this mountain, like super high up in the air. Okay. And they're like, that's got to be where they're at, right? So while they're sitting there looking, they get ambushed by these tribesmen. Okay. And one guy throws a rock at at Bruder and then Hurt takes an arrow in his shoulder mm. and then another arrow goes at Chicory but it like skins his head. It doesn't kill him but it like bounces off of his forehead so he's got this like gash in his forehead. Mm. And then um, I watched this a couple times because I couldn't figure out exactly what happened but Bruder falls down and then something falls on his hand that huh. like shatter or his wrist yeah. and like shatters it and it's like bleeding everywhere and it's like He's in really rough shape, so he's like, "Look, you guys, um, just give me this repeater r- rifle, and I'll, you know, kind of hold them off until you get, can get to where you need to go." So they start heading up towards the cave, and uh, um, you hear the howling again. Yeah. And then this guy comes around the corner and he sees Bruder, one of the tribesmen, mm. and he throws this tomahawk at him. Oh, man. And it, they don't show it, but you can hear the well, sound. Well, that's good. And it, I think it hits him in the head, basically. Yeah. Oh. And then you hear the gunshot. So they the both end time. up dying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but it was like a, a jaw of an animal. That's what their tomahawk was, basically. <laughs> which I think is where the title of the movie comes Bone from. Tomahawk. Bone tomahawk. Um, so Hurt and Chicory are making their way up to the cave and they get ambushed by a couple tribesmen and then they jump down and one of them's like got him by the throat and they're choking him and they're both basically incapacitated and then he knocks him out. So these two tribesmen drag the two of them up to this edge of this mountain. It's just really curious because why are they kidnapping people when like they're also just killing people? Yeah. There's really no rhyme or reason as to who dies and who doesn't. Um, Whatever turns the plot, I guess. Yeah. So they get up here and then they end up um, howling again. And there's a scene previous, right? Because one of the guys gets killed 
one of the tribesmen gets killed and you find out that they have these things implanted in their necks hmm. that are like teeth or some Ew. kind of animal or human part what? implanted in their neck that when they scream it <gasps> makes this howl noise or when they yell basically and that's how they communicate is through this thing in their neck or whatever so these these tribesmen have got hunt and chicory and they blow out through their necks or whatever yeah and they're like my uncle like this howling and then they (laughs) throw these ropes down so they tie the ropes around these guys around their waist and they basically haul them up into this cave and they get up into the cave and um nick and samantha are both alive Mm -hmm. but they're like in these holes in the side of the cave and they've got like these big um like um they're like logs basically but they're like nailed into the walls and that's the bars like on the front of the cave basically so there's like these two inlets inside the cave and they're like cells essentially so is that where the all the people's like the animal and the people skulls comes from are those well, cells along the wall that they're walking through? Like the people have just died and that's what, because if it's just an inlet into the wall. No, these this is up in the cave. That okay. little valley was on the way up there. Okay, I know. So they're, they're basically like these, you know, these big branches or whatever that are like nailed in and that's what the bars, the bars of, of, of the, the cell or whatever. Cell. Yeah, so they're in there and then they're like, oh, you're alive. It's, you know, that's great or whatever. And, um, you hear the howling again and these um, tribesmen come out and they're all like white. They're basically completely naked except for like stuff on the, on their front mm-hmm. covering them up. On the privates. Yeah. And they howl again and they go in and they take out Nick out of the no. thing. And they've got this pit there with like this um, coals and stuff, you yeah. know? And this is where essentially you find out just before this that they're cannibals, these Gosh. guys. So they they yank Nick out and they strip all of his clothes off of mm. him. And then... Is this the scene? Yeah. I don't they, know if I want to know this. Uh, Can I step out of the room no, while you explain it? I'll, I'll make it really quick. Okay. So they scalp, they scalp him mm. and then they take his scalp and they stick it in his mouth. Mm-mm. And then they end up holding him upside down Mm-mm. by his legs mm-hmm. and they basically chop him in half Mm-mm. between the legs mm-hmm. and split him right in half and his guts are spilling out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm that's, the, <laughs> that's the scene, the infamous scene of this movie. Gross. Um, so they basically kill him because they're going to eat him, why? basically. I don't why know. Don't, why do they show I mean, these people are just like, you know... I'm talking about They're the people wild. that made this movie. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, that's kind of where the horror, I think, stuff comes from. Yeah, sure. But she, the some, the doctor's like, there's, I think there's 12 males left based on the ones that you've already killed. And then there's two pregnant females, but they're like deaf and blind, basically. Because they made them that way? I, I would assume so. Um, so they've realized that they've got that, whiskey thing in their pocket that's got the the opium in it oh, that's yeah. mixed so they're like we'll just give it to these guys we'll pretend that we're drinking it and then they'll come out and maybe we can poison some of them mm. you know so um 
So how many were there? How many tribesmen? A lot. Yeah, I just said there were 12. Sorry, 12 thank males. you. I yeah. wasn't really listening to it because of the So, yeah, ahead. so then they flash back to <laughs> Arthur, who's continuing to make his way through the desert, you know, and moving really slow, and then he hears the howling, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, he's like, well, what's going on? So then they go back to the, to the scene in the cave, and the, tro- the troglodytes, basically these guys, tribesmen, come out and they um, they get him to drink it. So the first guy takes a little bit and he spits it out and then he gives it to the next guy and he drinks like a whole ton of it. And then he gives it to the third guy who takes a little bit and they all leave. And then the doctor's like, well, the first guy is probably going to be out for a few hours, but will probably survive. The second guy is definitely going to die. And the third guy, probably nothing's going to happen to him. So that leaves how many left or whatever. So they come back um, later. That's actually a little bit later scene. So Art, it goes back to Art, Arthur, and he hears the howling, and he, he's laying down, and he's, like, taking a rest because his leg is all sore. And these guys show up, and he shoots them, hmm. and then he shoots the other guy, and then he doesn't go down. He just, like, takes the bullet, and then he quick reloads his gun and shoots him again. And that's when he comes he falls down and he, he's like presses on his chest and he hears like the howling oh. because the air is coming out through this guy's neck. Yeah. So he ends up taking it. He's like, what is that jewelry? So he takes out a knife and he starts carving this thing out of this guy's neck mm. to find out what it is. And he puts it in his pocket and then he real, he realizes it's some kind of, you know, whistle or whatever. So he like cleans the blood off of it and stuff and he's, he's moving along and then he blows into it. He sticks in his mouth and blows into it. And then it makes that sound. And then another guy tribesman shows up and he ends up shooting him too. Nice. So then they go back and the tribesmen come back and they find out that, yeah, you guys basically poisoned us. So they open the thing and they pull out Arthur and that flask that they had thrown into the coals, yeah, they end up taking a, you know, they don't pull out Arthur, they pull out Hunt, I should say. And that's uh, wider. Yeah, Kurt Russell. And they take a animal jaw and they slice open his mm. side and they stick the whiskey flask in him oh. where the cut is. And because it was sitting in the thing, it's super hot. <gasps> so it's like burning him. Ouch. And then they take the gun and then the, Gosh, this is so brutal. And then they're they end up shooting him basically, and then um, he's he's able to or he's before that he's fighting him and he kills one guy and then he he uh, he ends up taking like a another bone thing and slices this he just bashes this tribesman in and he ends up killing him and cutting his head off. Mm. But now he's been injured, and so then they've killed another couple of these guys. And then they hear the whistle and the guy, one, the guy who's left in there takes off and goes running the tribesman. The and then he, you hear a gunshot and then you know that it's, it's Arthur. Arthur and he's coming in and he's like, you know, how many are left? And then you realize that hunt is basically going to die because he's been shot right. and cut open and stuff. So he's like, just give me this repeater. And based on the numbers, there should be only three people left three tribesmen left so they all 
get together. So it's Chicory, Arthur, and Samantha, the doctor. The that's three all that's them, left? That's all that's left. And Hunt's on his way out, basically. So Purvis must have died before. Yeah, they ate Purvis. Okay. Yeah. That's when you find out that that was, that's what Nick said right before he gets killed. Got it. He's like, his name was Purvis, and they mm-hmm. ended up eating him. And that's when they find out that these guys are cannibals. Got it. So they start heading out of the the thing and they're like walking and Arthur's kind of hobbling along and and he's like, oh, I'm so happy to see you, his wife. And yeah. then he goes to kiss her and she's like, yeah, can you, like you've been blown into this whistle that was taken <laughs> out of this guy's throat. So he like, Can you not do that yeah, until so you like brush like, your teeth? She's like, I really want a good kiss, but so he like cleans off his face and washes his mouth holes and then they kiss. Aww. But then the three of them keep walking and then you hear bang, bang, bang in the in the distance. From from their vantage point? Yeah, yeah, from their vantage point. And then they realize, oh, that was Hunt firing and he fired his last three shots. So they probably Hopefully. took out the rest of them. Hopefully. And because anyway. Chicory had picked up this rock and he's like, Oh, I don't need the rock anymore because these guys are gone. So he throws the rock on the ground. Oh, don't do that. And then it pans out to black, and that's the end of the movie. So, yeah, he didn't get them all, so... Well, there were only three left, right? And I know, then, but maybe they didn't die. Like, he doesn't know. They don't, they but they assume left because... left it open for a sequel. Because of the three shots that were fired that it killed the three remaining tribesmen. Mm. So, yeah, so that's the movie. She's uh, she's a dumb. humdinger. Yep. Um yeah trivia (laughs) so some of the trivia that i gotten from this uh was actually shot in 21 days oh i can see that it doesn't seem like very uh too difficult to to shoot you know with the stuff that you said that yeah and matthew fox said this is one of his if not his most favorite role because you always wanted to be in a western oh and he really enjoyed the filming i bet you enjoyed playing a scurvy old (laughs) hoity-toity guy yeah so and then the first draft of the script was actually what they used for the final movie Hmm, that doesn't happen very often no it doesn't so that was interesting and then the last one which i thought was also interesting was the cave that these tribesmen are hanging out with is Mm -hmm. the same cave as in iron man one you know when he gets captured by those guys and he builds the first iron man so yeah that's that's basically it so pretty, the question is obviously answered. Yeah, it's definitely a movie you probably wouldn't watch. Nope, never. And honestly, I had heard about this movie, but I had seen it a while back. Um, and I really only watched it because I had heard about it. I'm not normally huge into Westerns anyways. Yeah. But but I it had, had the gore I had heard that it, you like. Well, I had heard it was interesting and that it was gory. And then everybody's like, oh my gosh, there's a scene at the end that's just insane. But I didn't know what it was. Yeah. And the first time I watched it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. So. It is. So yeah, that's it. That's another episode in the can, so to speak. (laughs) Don't see this movie, people. It's gross. Yeah. Unless you enjoy Westerns with Mm. a dash of horror, then Mm. check it out. So thanks again for joining us. Go watch Little Women. Again, we're on Facebook (laughs) and uh, Instagram, podcast. If you want to contact us, or you can go to the Anchor FM page and leave a message there if you so choose, or the email 
uh, as well, mmwwpodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Thanks again for listening, and we hope we'll see you next week. Yeah, bye. Thanks. Bye.